So I want to talk about some things I noticed yesterday. Um, and that is that, uh, you know, the word racist, calling someone that is meaningless if you can't define it. It's also, uh, well, they don't want to define it, right? Because they calling someone a racist, right, or saying that there's racism has become a political tool, a tool to extract resources from people. And most importantly, really, to shut people up, right, without having to debate, without having an objective standard on what racism is, right, in this country. And it is difficult somewhat to define it, I think, because there's all this confusion about what it is. Is it really illegal? You know, and the digging that I have done has suggested it's a moral issue, right? It's a moral issue and that you can't fix morals with, uh, by force, right? That never works out. So the government tries to integrate, uh, force people to integrate maybe schools or something. So they're choosing to live apart, right? Maybe, maybe white people send their children to certain school districts because they want to, but the government, you know, with their forced busing that was really popular, I guess, in the sixties, this was against people's wishes. This was against people's uh, desires. This is wrong, right? You can't force people to integrate um, if they don't want to. It's a moral question. And perhaps there's perfectly desirable reasons to not want to, for a white person to not want to send their child to a predominant black school. Maybe the schools aren't as good. We see that statistic across the country. The question is not why are they not good? I think it's obvious for anybody who's looking at reality to say a majority black school isn't good. It does not up to snuff. It doesn't have high standards. That's not racist. That's an observation, right? But, but this word racism is a tool of oppression. It's a, it's a, it's a tyrannical tool that people use to call people names when they can't defend their arguments. That's just my opinion, right? You can have your opinion. I can have mine. Um, but, you know, so I was listening to a show. I'm not going to, you know, point it out necessarily on here. I'm not going to say any names. But I was listening to a show and someone who I'm not going to name uh, suggested that just having coffee with me uh, would be racist or they'd be called a racist because they'd be associating with me. Right. So having, you know, a conversation with someone whose ideas maybe uh, you disagree with, maybe we don't agree on everything for sure. But just having a conversation with somebody that you disagree with, right, is now considered racism, according to this person. Or at least they're painting me in this light without even defining. They didn't define the word. They just sort of accused me of being a racist on this show while I was listening to it and they could see me in there and they just laughed about it. Now, maybe they were joking in so, you know, some fashion. Yeah, we're buddies. We could, you know, but, oh, if you have coffee with her, you're going to be painted a racist, right? Because she's, she's this evil monster person. That's what this guy was basically saying, right? While I was listening. Um, I don't, you know, I thought about it. I thought, okay, it's a joke. But, you know, then I thought about it a little bit more. And, you know, they were really laughing at my expense and calling me a name, basically that has become a slur 
where people feel powerful when they use this term racist. Whenever they, whenever they, uh, you know, use this term in, the, in their tyrannical fashion, because they don't define it, right? And they believe also that blacks can't be racist. This guy, you know, I don't know. I asked him a question privately. Hey, do you think, you know, show me a, show me a situation right, where you've called out uh, black on white racism or black people being racist. Are there any? Right. He might say to me, well, blacks can't be racist, right? This is the idea of oppression and that different power dynamics, quote, power dynamics, which they can never even define that, determine whether someone could be racist or not. This term has no objective meaning in the eyes of people that, that can't even define it or it switches definition. It switches the definition of, of being called a racist or racism depending on who is doing it. That is absolute subjective tyranny, right? And this country has a dictatorship or tyranny whenever we don't have objective laws where everybody is subject to the same, you know, types of rules and laws. You can't have some people in this country, a group of people, maybe a race of people who get off the hook, right? Because of their race. But they can't even define this term. And yet it's such it's such a term that no, you know, no white person really wants to be called, right? Because it's such a slur. It means people might socially ostracize you. Uh, you might be fired from your job, right? It's just this terrible word that that's really considered evil. And how can we even objectively, I mean, you could, you could, you could say racism. How could you say it's not evil? I think it's evil. Yes. But we can't even define it. We can't even talk about it. We can't even say, well, this is how you're being racist and this is how I view it. Right? No, we can't even define it. So people who accuse other people of being racist can't even define the term, objectively speaking. Right? And they're inconsistent in their application of this term. Not only can they not define it because they don't want to, they want to be tyrannical, but they also will switch the definition depending, again, on who is, who is, who is being accused or who is saying it. Right. So this means it's absolutely just garbage nonsense. So maybe this thing used to mean something in broad society, but it means absolutely nothing now. It's just used as a tool to extract wealth and power and guilt and shame right, from, a, from one group of people, namely white people, right, to shut them up, right, to make them go along with affirmative action, right, make them not talk about black crime statistics, right, black, black perps. Right. It's just a tool to shut people up and to extract power, to implement tyranny. And it's been working quite well. Right. Because white people in this country don't want to be called that. It's become a slur. It's kind of like the word Karen is actually becoming a slur. Right. And this is some people's legitimate name. And now their whole their name is 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 synonymous with this slur being a Karen, which I guess is a term that means you're, you're uh, a stickler for the rules. I guess that's what it means. But it's come to mean, you know, by, by certain segments of the population or certain elite liberals, it's come to mean this idea that, that white people are like somehow targeting blacks for not following the rules, you know, being sticklers or something. Uh, I don't know. But this has become a slur. The word racist has become a slur. Uh, but, you know, society only society basically is is the enforcer of this this word so society right ha, uh makes this out to be such a bad word and you know there's social ostracism right which social ostracism isn't really breaking 
the, the law necessarily, except if you have discrimination, which we do in this country. You're not allowed to discriminate in a private business setting. I, I think that's wrong, but you're not allowed to do it, right? So can, can someone who you call racist sue you, right? Because maybe you maybe they say, well, define it. You can't even define it. And they, if they take you to court, right, which is what this, um, um, jumping into a different topic, kind of, but it's related. If you look up the Linda Ferenstein prosecutor in the uh, uh, Central Park jogger case, right? So she prosecuted this this um, crime, and then they later got, you know, uh, I don't know what they got exonerated or something. People believe now that they didn't do it. They made a whole movie about it on, on Netflix, and Linda Ferenstein was characterized in this show as being this racist that just wanted to prosecute this crime because she just wanted to find black people and hold them responsible. Well, she's suing uh, basically Netflix and this uh, Ava DuVernay, who is the producer. Uh, she's suing them for defamation, for, for characterizing her in this racist fashion. And I hope that she wins. I think she's got a great case. Um, can more people who have been called this term, right, sue people who have done that? Where I think that you can't just sue someone for calling you that. It has to have resulted in a harm, like loss of job, you know, some real harm that came from this action, like a doxing or, or whatever. You go to their employer and you say, how can you, you know, uh, have this person working here? Well, I think that there could be lots of, you know, lawsuits brought against these people, right? Because they need to, number one, define it. But it's also just a testament to how cowardly, right, these employers are and how how they don't defend or stick up for their people, how they're just willing to throw them under the bus. I mean, I think they don't want the PR. There's this big woke mob out there. They're very powerful. They just, you know, if, if, if you don't give in to them, right, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll riot or whatever they're going to do. Uh, it, it's not great for the company. But, you know, they're making this calculation because the other side is not fighting back yet, right? They're not fighting back. But, you know, this word that, that once had a meaning, I think it still has a meaning. It just ceases to be powerful when you've, you can't even define it. You call everybody that you don't like this word. You use it as a tool to extract money, to put people down, right, to, to get them to shut up. It just loses its meaning, or it should, right? And mo most white people are still deathly afraid of this word. They should start suing, right, in retaliation. Um, they should start letting it slide off their back in a way. Now you can get upset for people calling you that because it is a slur and it does have devastating co consequences for your social life, etc. But white people aren't even like debating this idea. They're not even, they're not even coming to their defense. They're not even making arguments in their, their defense. Um, which is kind of cowardly, right? Because it's not going to change unless you stick up for yourself. It's not going to change. Um, demand a definition, <laughs> number one, right? And they'll never give it to you, right? They're, they're, they're never going to tell you a definition, right? Because they can't. Because they can't. they want to hold on to their subjectivism. They want to hold on to their tyranny. You know, in my opinion, uh, this is really quite disastrous for our, 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 our nation, right? We have We have Democrats. We have about, you know, half the country being labeled this term because they don't want, you know, immigration to continue because they don't want to be a minority 
right in this country. Uh, and so when you have, I mean, when you have just half the country being labeled this term, doesn't it sort of just cease to exist? I mean, the meaning just cease to exist. It's just, it's just being, it's just a political tool. And the GOP are the worst offenders uh, of just letting, you know, letting the Democrat left walk all over them, right? Being so cowardly, um, letting the Democrats use this term as a political ploy, right? I, I can't stand a Republican because they're just a bunch of weenies. They're not sticking up for their base. They're not sticking up for their people. They're going along with the Democrats' framework and definition, quote unquote, because they can't even define it. But they're going along with the, the framework, let's just say, of how the left thinks about racism, right? In, in this idea of systemic racism. Um, I can't stand to vote for these people who, who stand for nothing, who just cowardly uh, look down at their, you know, look down and, and just go with this <laughs> democratic framework. But I want to talk about these two black, you know, I want to call, I call every single black person, let's say black affirmative action Let's say black lawyer. I'm gonna. I call every single black lawyer an affirmative action hire, or affirmative action lawyer until proven otherwise. Now, why do I say that? That sounds really mean, right? Well, we have affirmative action in this country, and yes, some blacks, right, they can get into law school on merit, but we don't know which ones are. We don't know which ones can. Uh, so we have to assume that pretty much every, all of them are, are affirmative action lawyers until proven otherwise. And the, the, it's really, it's really quite interesting. So, I mean, these people were popular before they came onto Colin and they just bring their followers here. So this, this one girl who has like, I guess the most popular show on here, uh, Brianna Gray or something. She was, a, she's a lawyer. She, she worked for the Bernie, Bernie campaign, apparently. Um, so someone asked her, I was just listening to a, just a small little, um, a clip where somebody asked her, Hey, you know, the student loan thing is great that Biden wants to get rid of this by, by executive action. But since you're a lawyer, can you give a legal analysis, uh, for, um, for, for how he can do this? Is it going to be, is there going to be legal pushback? Right. And, and as a lawyer, yeah, you should be able to explain this to me. Well, she basically said, don't worry about it. This is totally legal. No problem with this executive order. No problem. Like, making the taxpayers pay all this this debt, right, for all these students. There's no issue here. Trust, trust me. Didn't give any legal analysis. Basically just said it's a done deal. There's, there's, it's apps, just trust me. It's legal. There's no problems here. I mean, just an asinine answer. Like, you don't have to be a lawyer to make up that kind of stuff. I mean, maybe she didn't want to get into it. Maybe she just wants to comfort her followers, right? But he's asked, but this, this I don't call him a customer, this listener, was listening to the show, asked a question about legal matters, about student loan debt and how Biden is getting rid of it, and she doesn't respond with a legal answer. What kind of lawyer is this, right? Well, she's a black affirmative action lawyer, right? She probably got to law school on affirmative action, or at least the, the affirmative action that's in place now helped her get in. Let's just say that. Maybe she could have still gone, right? I don't know her. I don't know anything about her, but maybe she still could have gone to law school, right, on merit. Right. I don't know. She probably she could have. Right. But how many black people are, are getting law degrees that that only are there because of affirmative action? A lot. Right. And there's this not this is other guy, um, a black affirmative action lawyer who I was kind of listening to last night, got banned from their chat. Um, 
just for, for asking the question, daring to ask the question, hey, why do you, because he was talking about student loans as well, you know, in the chat, I just asked, hey, why do you want, you know, taxpayers, right, to pay off your student loan debt your, from your law degree? And I called him, you know, I called him on an affirmative action hire, probably pissed him off. Um, but, but it's true. Like, and black people who get into law school or get into any kind of, you know, elite degree program, right, that because we have affirmative action and because they defend it, yet they don't want to be called an affirmative action black person. They don't want to be, they don't want the truth exposed, right? They don't want to think about how they could, they, they really defend affirmative action and they know why they, they want to defend it, right? But then they don't want anyone to think that they're an affirmative action case, right? That they only got there because of affirmative action, right? So they can't have it both ways, in my opinion. But, you know, just challenging these people, they freak out, they, they call you names, Again, they'll call you racist, right? Um, it's just, it's just laughable at this point. It's ridiculous. And, and these people are popular. They had like hundreds of people. Both of these two, you know, black affirmative action lawyers had lots of people on their call-ins, and they're just listening to this this stuff. That's just at least at least the questions that I heard weren't that interesting. I mean, they weren't that intellectually interesting. Again, I just analyzed the the. The legal question this one person got and she did not give a legal answer just disappointing right just super disappointing <laughs> um and i think that they're popular you know off these platforms and that's probably why they're popular on this show uh but these aren't the most intellectually stimulating people in my opinion 